0: Live from the Talking Joe Studios It's Talking Joe with Chief and Mark
1: Talking Every Joe, weekly podcast Talking Joe is there Talking Joe thought we would last Talking Joe is there Fighting each other like a married couple A podcast on the air Talking Joe is there
0: Talking Joe is the codename for a completely untrained special podcast force. It's purpose to produce a weekly comic review show and serve as an outlet for Chief's creative talents and unleash them
1: upon the world. Talking Joe. Talking Joe is there. Chief is on his soapbox. Nobody seems to care. Fighting for fandom, wherever there's struggle. the podcast's on the air, Talking Joe is there. Talking Joe. Talking Joe. Talking Joe is on the air, and here are your hosts, Chief
0: and Mark. Hey, 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 that's right, Chief Doggy Dog, in the his house, in the snowy his house, no, not actually snowing in my house, snowing outside my house, been outside, made a the world's smallest snowman, <laughs> probably about to scale of uh, 3.75 G.I. Joe figures, so it's a small one. My mate sent me a video, he is down in Guildford in Surrey, and he built like a 10-foot snowman, oh. so he cannot compete with that but was nice to get out in the snow, and uh, Evelyn was um, tidying and sweeping up snow, uh, as a (laughs) five-year-old would be doing. Uh, But I am joined by you. Who are you, and what is the weather situation where you are?
1: I am Mark, over here in not-so-sunny Brighton. Today we had had a, a few seconds of snowfall, which has now turned into rain. Yeah, uh, so, so We've got we got a rain situation going on down here.
0: Yeah, I think we're scheduled for snow until about now or about 12 another half an hour and then rain is forecast until like mm. forever. So, mm. uh it's all going to wash it away, but um yeah, yeah. It's, you never
1: know. It's you know, it's it's often the overnight stuff is the fun, isn't it? It's yes, you, you yes. know, nothing there. You wake up and then there's a yep. nice blanket of snow. That's yeah. Well,
0: the only upside of that is I was absolutely brass monkeys outside, freezing my knackers off. So, coming up into this freezing loft, it's no change. It's fine. I can cope Very with the good. cold in
1: the loft because I'm used to it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's
1: right. Yeah. So, sorry, sorry for the late start on recording. I had a somewhat impromptu haircut from uh, the in house barber. Okay. Mrs. 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 Funky Bunch. Funky Bunch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, and uh, did she do a good job?
1: Did you leave a tip? Uh, I didn't give her a tip. Maybe oh. I should have done. Yes. Uh, tip do better next time. Ooh, um, slap No, down. no, no. Uh, no, no. So, no, pretty good job. It's uh, a learning curve. It's uh, definitely an improvement on lockdown haircut number yes. one, which was extreme to the max. Yeah.
0: My missus uh, on the daily uh, tells me that I need to get a haircut, otherwise, the divorce papers are getting filed. So, the chief is going to keep <laughs> on growing.
1: I can't blame um, her, to be honest, man. But it's getting a <laughs> you're bit You're looking long. like a yeti, man. I don't that's know. That's it. That's
0: it. I'm going to keep going. Keep going till I can't go no more. I'm going to keep going till I do the splits.
1: <laughs> and then I get cut. And the centre parting at the same yes, time. Yes. When, when was the last time you had a haircut? Good question. I think
0: it was... Now, this is a d- dispute that I had with Ben. Because I said it was prior to lockdown last year. So, like, must be... 10, 11 months ago, and he's like, No, surely your hair grows faster than what it is now in 10 or 11 months, but mm. maybe it doesn't. Maybe I just got slow growing hair. Could be you're very old, but yeah, it could be I'm <laughs> very old. Yes, that as well, that as well. But yeah, yeah, other than that, um, I, what have I been doing? Reading a lot of Dread and reading a lot of comics and um, what else did I do? Oh, yeah, me and Ben, I've got a new game since we've uninstalled, deleted Battlefront. We are now playing Trials Rising on the PS4. Oh, what's that? Uh, motorbike, motocross game where side-scrolling left to right where you just have to... It's like a kickstart. You know, Remember old kickstart on the BBC? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, I've got Trials Fusion.
0: Um, yes, yes. So I had Trials on the Xbox, then I've got Trials Fusion on the PS4. He tried getting, or he purchased digital Trials Fusion, because I said this will be a good multiplayer game to replace uh, Battlefront, and he downloaded it, but then he had to sign into some U, something called Uplay, some rubbish, third party app, and he could just couldn't do it. We spent an hour online of him trying to do it, and in the end he said this is rubbish, and then he asked for a refund for Trials Fusion, which the PlayStation Store credited him straight away, and then I said, wait a minute, let's try this next version, Trials Rising, that might be better. So I ordered a copy from, a physical copy from online for like seven quid. And he's like, I cannot be waiting. He said, I'm just going to buy the digital version, 30. I mean, this guy might got money coming out of the wazoo. <sighs> so he's bought the digital version.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I downloaded the demo just so he's like, I'm not going to go on last night and have a little spin. So I thought mm. "I'll play. I'll download the demo so we can kind of... Get a party going and chat while he's discovering the game and I'm just playing the demo because he's never played a trials game before. I'm quite an expert at trials, I like to think. And I said, I'm going on for 10 minutes, do this demo, and that's it. And I was on for three hours playing a demo. Gosh, that's a good demo. Well, he just repeatedly said, This game is insane. <laughs> How do you, and he just repeatedly texted me saying, How do you stop playing it? Because mm. it has the one more go syndrome in mass effect. You know, it's okay, very good. the ability to do a one minute level and you're not got that gold medal, you hit one button and it restarts you back at the start of the level with no lag or load time is just horrendous because it just you cannot wrench yourself away from the pad.
1: Okay. And
0: and is it and, impro- and oh. the downside is for me that there's no opportunity to send any hacker reported messages. <laughs> go on, oh, go on, no. sorry.
1: I was going to say it is an improvement on uh, Trials Fusion because I wasn't a big fan of that, to be honest. It's
0: much of the same. Now, what I liked about the first Trials game was the fact that it felt quite stripped down and basic. And I like all these technical elements of, you know, holding the throttle and having to lean and wheelie at the right time. Whereas the way Fusion went and Rising has gone even more, it's very much a splashy, in-your-face effects kind of super jumps kind of scenario now i think there will be technical maps in there but you know we haven't got to them yet but um and, and if we want to talk about bad stuff that's happening we need to talk about this When things go wrong, you can't explain A broken window, a bad chest pain You've got a leak, you've lost a wheel Your watch is smashed, can this be real? A hole in your shoe, misplaced your purse The explanation is the Romani Gypsy Curse That's right, the RGC You're stuck with the RGC You can't hide from the RGC The Romani 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 Gypsy Curse That's right, it's the Romani Gypsy Curse However, much like the where's molly segment that was uh well, as as people will know molly featured in every issue uh, uh, no it didn't um romany gypsy curse is not in effect this week uh Gosh. incredible scenes of stuff going right for the chief there was one possibility of a super romany gypsy curse about to happen <laughs> but it was negated by uh, common sense and perceptive drivers. Now I will lay it out for you. I've gone mm. out to the shops to get something. I've come back. I'm. i There's one pedestrian crossing. I got across. Fairly busy road to get home, and I'd press the button for the lights. Normally, I'm a. I'm a big believer in waiting for that. You know, red light for the traffic. Even if there's nothing around, I don't like to wander out into the into the road because. You know, I, I teach my daughter that you wait for that green man before you cross in. However, in this instance, I was like, there's no traffic coming or well, there is a bit of traffic coming, but there's ample opportunity for me to get across and went across the road and I was in a light jog and my uh, iPhone fell out of my pocket halfway across the road. And I Ooh. didn't really realise until I got to the other side, looked back. By this time, I've got no time to get back across the, into the middle of the busy road because there's now traffic coming. So I'm like, oh, shit, there's, a, there's my, you know my 300-pound iPhone or whatever in the middle of the road, about to get crushed. Double-decker bus coming. And uh, the bus, uh, I kind of was looking out into the road, and the bus driver kind of caught me looking into the road, thinking, what is this guy looking at? Managed to slow up and then swerve around my phone and gave me a thumbs up to say, look, I've saved you there. And uh, then there was a van coming behind him, and he obviously was like, what's going on here? And he stopped right in front of my phone and kind of waved me across into the road to go and pick it up catastrophe averted. Mm, Yeah, That's right. I'm right. That's right. I'm waiting for karma to come back round and hit me in the ass today
1: when my house blows up or something like that. Yeah, we need uh, a new segment. Chief's fairy godmother looking over him. Yeah. There's (laughs) a jingle there, probably. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Oh, dear.
0: Um, Also, uh, we missed out on this last week, but uh, it's back. It's time for Action Figure Fiasco. Action Figures. We all love them. We all love them. Action figures. Oh, yeah. They bring us joy in our daily lives. Bring us joy. Action figures. Yeah. Evoking memories from our childhood. Childhood. But now we're grown and we just can't stop. Just can't stop buying plastic till our wallets pop, 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 pop. When will it end? Who can say? Who can say? Cause action figures are a part of our DNA. DNA DNA. Some people say maybe we've gone a little wacky But action figures bring us joy like a rainbow rainbow. They are so hot like a splash of Tabasco Now it's time for action figure fiasco Now it's time for action figure fiasco fiasco. Okay, this week I am talking Star Wars Black Series. You remember a couple of weeks back I talked about Commander Bly, the -hmm. clone trooper. This week I have got, let me get him here, it is Commander Fox. Now this guy is another clone trooper. I think he featured, uh, or this, he's he's kind of in the the white and red garb. And he featured quite heavily in, I think it was season seven possibly, of Clone Wars. Uh, Uh I think this... This outfit is for the kind of Coruscant official guard squad. Um, Okay. But but yes, it looks to be the same clone body as Bly. Helmet looks to be the same, but he's got different accoutrements on the helmet. He's got a little kind of antenna at the back, a nice short visor. uh, Comes with a big blaster rifle, black with a nice bit of silver dry brushing. Comes with... A mid-sized blaster, and then also two hand pistols. Comes with the cloth cape, a little bit different to Bly's, and it's got a split down the back, red with uh, black with red trim. Then what sets him apart is he's got all this kind of dirt on his legs, lower legs, thighs, chest plate, and then he's got loads of scratch marks on his helmet. Um, the the kind of um, detail for the for the add-on paint jobs there is really really nice and um, good posability on this guy uh that's two commanders down i need to get rex captain rex and commander cody and commander gree and then i think and wolf as well actually and then i've got them all so i've actually i've only got two and i've still got four to get but <laughs> but yeah i'll put some yeah. pictures up on the socials but these these figures are good um i'm not going to get any regular clone troopers i don't think uh, just happy to stick with these commanding officers
1: mm, yeah you don't um, mind the too many chiefs not enough indians
0: that's it that's it yeah but um yeah
1: Good. It's Good. Uh, interesting this this sort of trend for for dirtying up the figure, having it come come pre dirtied Yes. Never mind playing it in the garden and getting it yes. on. There's it, an R two
0: D 2 40th anniversary Empire Strikes Back one, which is the Dagobah R two, and he is proper mucked up, um, proper grimed. And I have seen other people taking clean R twos and kind of doing their own grime and muck, um, you know, hand painting them to to get the finish you really want. Um, I haven't, you know, I'm I I I figured when I was going to get into action figures I was going to do a lot of customizing, you know, swapping body parts and and making capes and stuff. Done zero of that.
1: Mm, yeah. Well, I guess I guess it probably diminishes the the resellability as well if you did want to start divesting any of this collection. So um, yes. you know, yep. it's probably uh, you know, from a from a resale point of view it's it's the safer thing to do.
0: Yes, yes, very good, very good. Um, anything from Thomas this week? Uh,
1: not so far. If there is, it will be inserted here. Good stuff. And if there isn't, <laughs> then it won't be. Then maybe Mark can
0: do one. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Um, action figure fiasco. I think that could, you asked me last time what my favourite jingle was. I think it probably is action figure fiasco. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do also like the Larry colloquialism ones, uh,
1: the in over- yep, the that's pudding good.
0: one. I think that's quite a nice one.
1: Yeah, and, it's uh, sweet like tobacco yeah.
0: <laughs> Tabasco, yeah <laughs> uh, Very good, very good Right, well we need to do something very important And that is close out the hunting of the snake With issues 273, 274 and 275 It's time for Comic Talk Comic Talk, oh Comic Talk Barry Hammer writes them Chief and Mark discuss some wolves Comic talk, oh, comic talk, Larry Harmer rides them, Chief and Mark discuss them, whoa. Yep, like I said, it is the closing three parts of this ten-part saga, uh, which I think we have potentially enjoyed to differing degrees, but let's start as we always do with the covers. I have the a covers and this is where Atkins is doing more than just depicting snake eyes uh, in a solo pose
1: yeah so this one has got dawn and scarlet uh, battling an array of uh, different vipers
0: yes now and, uh, draw your attention top left who is it? Is that Cobra ninja
1: that is a ninja viper ninja Good Viper. Got it. yes
0: okay. have that we seen which... those
1: before I believe this is probably the only appearance of a Ninja Viper to date, including covers and interiors. So I don't but think was he a, in was, a, was a
0: figure there? I assume there was a figure made.
1: Yeah, there, there was, yeah. We might be able to talk about that later, perhaps. Okay. Not that I'm dropping any hints here.
0: Well, that was basically, this is first time. I'm looking at this cover now, and only because you said they are fighting an array of Cobras... I just then started looking around at all these troopers, and that's when I'd spotted him for the first time literally 30 seconds ago. Who's this guy? Uh, and then once you said Ninja Viper, my guess was going to be Ninja Viper. So even though you've dropped a clue, I'm still taking 100% credit for when I guess that later.
1: Okay, excellent. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> the odds are as well it won't be your first guess. <laughs> There's uh, also Ant-Man down in the bottom left. Just spot him? <laughs> okay, yes,
0: yes. I think that's a, a miscoloured
1: um, uh, Crimson Guard Immortal.
0: Right. Yes, that makes sense.
1: Um, although, yeah, I think, yeah, probably, as you say, might m- looks like it's coloured to be somewhat like a Stratoviper, perhaps. Mm. Um, top right um, in the purple, I'm not too sure necessarily Saw? who that oh. would be. Yeah, there's um, Saw Viper is that colour. And uh, there's uh, the... Uh, the the driver of, of that Cobra submarine, I think, is also that that colour. Are they called maggots the ones or that something? Drive Not the like bug. Like that. Yeah,
0: The maggot is the. That's the thing with the big elevation. of vehicle, isn't it? Mm, or no, maggots. Yeah. Are, the, are they the drivers? none Mag-
1: no, maggots they're the drivers. are the. Yeah, maggots are the drivers, aren't they? I think Mag- they're like a
0: beigey brown, aren't they?
1: Yeah. Let's move on and have. Let's fact move checking, on because this is great fact-checking. joke and can, can t- yeah. correct us there. chicken joe here Park is actually thinking of sea slug came with the cobra sea ray vehicle not too far off over and out charlie mike
0: okay we've got the b cover which is another part of this jamie sullivan big piece we've got the retail incentive which is john royal tunnel rat i've only got the small one is that beachhead behind him no. looks like it doesn't it mm-hmm. can't really see yeah um and then we've got two uh, kind of Sexy Baroness ones. Mm,
1: Sexy Baroness. Um, and uh, that's Mark. Uh, sorry, that's Mike Mayhew doing uh, two different variants for, for Baroness there. So um, he does the variants for these three issues. So he's got okay. uh, Baroness uh, in this one. So she's in a sort of black evening gown and yes. in a white costume. And then uh, he does Lady J in the next one. Oh, yeah, g i am just know. open
0: up the next one, and I do not like those Lady J ones. <laughs> Interesting. No. So all. so it's they got her in a... Way too sexualized.
1: Uh, in a white evening dress, and uh, then her regular uh, green stuff with uh, sort of a spear and, and stuff. The Mike Mayhew designs for Baroness and Lady J are not completely random, though, because the outfit... Uh, w- with those sort of evening wear is from the G.I. Joe cartoons Eau de Cobra which showed the Baroness and Lady J in their black and white dresses respectively Is and he like, is he an artist who's known for his kind of uh, tits and ass cheesecake style? Um, somewhat, yeah, I think he's done quite a lot of these uh, sort of good girl art type um, uh, co- variant covers of, of late, but he, he also has done uh, other more sort of standard fair in, in interiors um, and uh, okay. i don't i don't know if this is traditional or painted but but um he is known for a painted style that is you know ultra detailed and and almost uh, photorealistic so, okay kind um, of
0: ripping off like uh, greg land style
1: I think it's a bit slightly slightly better than the Greg Land style to be honest. Okay. It's sort of some, somewhere in between Greg Land and uh Alex okay. Ross I'd say.
0: Look at these horrendous scarlet ones by Kirill Repin. Uh which uh 274
1: 274 Yeah, those are awful aren't they? Yeah. It's um, just a, a really bad cheesecake sort of very CGI kind of computer looking yeah. scarlet. Not yeah. a fan of those at all.
0: No. Uh, Atkins cover A, we've got Dawn and uh, Snake Eyes chopping up a Cobra flag in a bit of a firefight. The B is more Jamie Sullivan. And then Copperhead on the John Royal Retail Incentive. That's, yeah, it's that's quite cool, bad. isn't it? Yeah, it's not bad. Like any time you see Copperhead. Uh, let's go to 275, which for some reason has a $5.99 price tag. I'll come to that later.
1: <laughs> um, for all of those extra pages. Yeah.
0: Yes, um, we've got... My watch keeps beeping. I don't know how to turn my watch under silence, so apologies if that keeps beeping. It's a gypsy curse. Snake eyes, and we've got some Cobra hierarchy on the back, along with Destro. Doesn't really make sense, that cover, but it doesn't really make sense.
1: Yeah, it's not not especially logical, but yeah, it's uh, snake eyes, and instead of jumping and slicing, he's got some uh, Cobras behind him. Um, Yeah this Time round,
0: yeah, uh, we've got more Jamie Sullivan, and then the John Royal is a double page front and back splash of snake eyes. Uh, and again, I haven't seen this in big,
1: but it looks like just shooting at loads of randos. Uh, it's the it's against the dreadnoughts. This oh, one, it? okay, so it's I think it's uh, I don't have it in front of me at the moment, but I think it's torch, buzzer, and uh, ripper. I think with Ripper probably on the bottom right-hand corner, is it?
0: Okay, yes, you're right, I see that now, yep. yep.
1: Um, yeah, I think, it, and this is, a, this is a double cover, so um, it's, uh, yeah, it's nice when you look at it uh, up front. Obviously, okay. it doesn't uh, doesn't bear any resemblance to the interiors because the uh, dreadnoughts are on the side of the Joes in, in the inside, Yes. and also uh, the visor look, uh, that version 2 Snake Eyes is not the version appearing in nope. uh, Snake Hunt. But, yeah, it's a nice image.
0: Yeah, and then finally we've got the Retailer Incentive B, which is by Larry Hammer and uh, Steve Lealoha.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So this is the famous team from Issue 21 mm, of silent, uh, issue, yes. silent Issue, so uh, expecting a lot from the team and somewhat disappointed, I, personally. The
0: characters look static. We've got Snake Eyes, Tunnel Rat and Lady J, some Cobras in Shadow, and it just looks a bit there's no movement there. It's a bit Mm, basic Mm,
1: yeah i mean the the lady j figure particularly there it does it's yeah it's a bit flat isn't it yeah yeah
0: okay all right let's move on Um, we've had all these kind of mini breakdowns of arcs within arcs and now finally hopefully everyone is converged on the community center uh, for the big showdown with throwdown but you need to give us a bit of a plot
1: breakdown it sounds like you just did it, Chief, but <laughs> I'll give it a go. Converging on the Springfield Community Centre are the G.I. Joe paratroopers, the October Guard, the Joes on the buses, the Dreadnoks, and Destro providing air support. Inside the Community Centre, Fake Eyes continues his escape, kneecapping Cobra Commander and Dr. Mindbender in the process. Beneath the Springfield Community Centre, the Arishikage Ninja Team and the Joes Airborne Team meet up with a rampaging throwdown in the secret tunnel between the community centre and the hospital. Above ground, the October Guard, the Dreadnoughts and a busload of Joes also engage Cobra. The story concludes in an all splash page silent issue as everyone obliterates crowds of Cobra troops. The Joes fight their way out the community centre and the hospital. With Snake Eyes rescued, everyone makes an escape, massacring more Cobra troops on the way out. Roblox eats a cheeseburger. Mission complete.
0: Boom. Win. Um yeah, that's
1: pretty much it. Yeah, so. <laughs> um
0: okay, I want to start off with the first few pages where we have previously heard Cobra Commander talk about the the insane levels of security and death traps. In the lower levels of this basement of the of this community center where no one can get in or out and yet on the outside they seem to not give two shits about surveillance because joe's are just parachuting onto the building um they've got no early warning systems cobra Mm. they've got no defense against this joe's can easily just fly a fly uh, aircraft over jet some people out and then there they go correct okay yeah yeah -hmm. um yeah maybe they were (laughs) never concerned with a frontal assault Although they have well, been a frontless assault, uh, No, it wasn't. this this was the place that was rebuilt when Snake Eyes and the or the and the, the good guys escaped from here on the Thunder Machine quite recently. That's true,
1: yeah. So the Joes definitely know the location of uh, Springfield, and it's yeah. already been... Yeah, the community centre has already, already been basically destroyed once or, already. But um, as much as you say about the security downstairs... That's not particularly effective either, is it?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, we heard Cobra Commander speak at length about, like I said, all these this C4 and uh, Claymores and all this laser death trap stuff, but um, none of that seems to have been switched on.
1: No, no. Mm. They forgot yeah.
0: to pay the bill for that one. <laughs> yeah. It was
1: outsourced to the lowest bidder.
0: Mm. Yes, yeah.
1: Uh, mm. Yeah, I mean the 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 Joe's the Joe's are landing on the roof, but I think without uh, without the assistance from the October Guard and uh, Crystal Ball, they'd have been uh, in a lot more trouble than they actually were. The uh, the game uh, the, the the whole game plan would have been a cluster foul up. I think you know they'd be spotted. they have been spotted. They'd have uh, started opening fire on them with uh, you know with from the Vipers and the and the his tanks. So. Uh, and yeah, mm. the Joes didn't know that the October card were going to be there, were, no. were they? So somewhat fortuitous yes. that, uh, that Crystal Ball was able to help out with his hypno-shield. Yes. Uh, well, you he did what-
0: get MVP for me in a previous uh, one, so mm. uh, keeping yeah. up that good work.
1: <laughs> do you see on, uh, on the page three of that issue where uh, Crystal Ball is grabbing his hypno-shield from? Uh, a pizza box A pizza box is just the right shape To, uh, and to size. keep it stowed away <laughs> yeah, Super
0: extra large pizza Yeah. Very good, Very yeah, good. Just, well, uh, You don't want to deliver that well, wrong don't... do you here's your, here's your pepperoni and the guy What What the heck is this I tell you what that would have been a
1: better storyline than what we've got here um, <laughs> A whole subplot Where Crystal Ball accidentally delivers Someone a pizza which yeah. is a hypno shield And then he tries to hypnotise yeah. someone with a mm. cheese and pepperoni
0: <laughs> Oh, Even better I mean, no. That's cheese and pepperoni. Every pizza's got cheese,
1: surely. Uh, Well, there are some monsters who don't like cheese. No, in in fact, I was
0: in Iceland. uh, Not uh, for you people. uh, Not in the UK. That's not the country. It's a shop in the UK. I was in Iceland the other day, and they. I saw a no cheese vegan pizza, and it had like a hummus base instead of cheese.
1: Hummus base pizza. Even I'm not
0: stooping that low to eat that. Mm. Yeah, I'm feeling a bit sick. <laughs> oh, I really could go for a pizza right now, though. I might order yeah, one after love this. Love pizza. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So what's uh, look? I'm just looking freaking through the pages. All these guys are driving, still driving. Um, then Destro's coming in. One thing I did note down here is Snake Eyes. Uh, so he's captured Mindbender and mm-hmm. uh, Commander, and there's a bit of a face-off with. Um, the Vipers, and he ends up kneecapping Cobra Commander and Mindbender. And then, when you see yep. them a couple of pages later, where Laura pops up, look at the horrendous state of their knees.
1: <laughs> they are looking ravaged, oh, right,
0: mate? I've actually written, yeah, knees are ravaged, yeah yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Oh, bad news. And Laura, all of a sudden, after her whimpering uh, fail previously, now mm-hmm. she's like. Um, I'll get him, Cobra Commander. I'll do the Crimson Guards proud. So now, all of a yeah. sudden, she's got a second wind and she's back mm-hmm. on board the Cobra train.
1: Yeah, she's manning up, yes. um, or womaning up. Lauraing maybe. up, yeah, mm, yeah. But uh, yeah, and those those panels, though, they are, they're pretty cool. There, um, as as much as you might pour. Uh, you know, the old, unload the old scorn bucket on on over the, this arc. You know, some of those Snake Eyes sequences are pretty cool. <laughs> where, um, you know, and and Larry being Larry, he's sort of tracking the the weaponry that that Snake Eyes is obtaining and uh, you know uh, sort of using and recycling and then uh, dropping and picking up the next set and, and all of that kind of stuff. So, him uh, using the uh, the Frag Viper. Uh, scooper th- scoop throw yes. thingy, what's it? And uh, t- you know, chucking a grenade into the side corridor, taking out a whole bunch of cobras there, making use of the alley viper's shield uh, a lot more effectively than the alley vipers do. Uh, I'd hasten to add, yes. Um, you know, slinging that on his back at, w- at one point. Um, yeah, very cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, when as we go through the, into the next issue, I started getting very confused as was as. Not as what was going on, because we know the Joes are laying siege, we know Snake Eyes is trying to extract himself, etc. But all the inner workings of what all these different teams are doing, it just felt like really bad storytelling in terms of making everything clear or, in fact, interesting. I mean, mm. were you able to clearly follow where every single team was?
1: Um, I I did have to reread stuff um, multiple times to to properly understand exactly what is going on to be honest i mean they yeah the the sense of place could be a little yeah. bit conf- confusing because they sort of toing and froing and, and turning direction in in certain cases and backing up you know going back on the, back on themselves and, and so on yeah it could be a little bit confusing but uh and i don't know how in- intentional <laughs> that might have been no. you know obviously it's meant to convey a little bit of uh of chaos uh there but uh yeah i mean look,
0: cobras have got all their guys in there there's loads of troopers there they've got night creepers in there they've got all kinds of vipers crimson guards mm-hmm. um everyone is there but but they're still always at a loss against a what at the moment looks like a minimal gi joe G. team because surely this is not everyone has arrived or has
1: everyone arrived by now actually no. the no, the Joes are still on their way at this point. Who's this
0: team at the beginning? T- t- torpedo is that the guys who parachuted in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so,
1: so essentially we've got we've got uh, the first you know Snake Eyes is making his his way out on his own. The first team to arrive on the inside are the Joes that had you know parachuted uh, onto the roof. So that's Torpedo, Wetsuit,
0: Tunnel Rat, Muskrat, those guys. Okay. Fine.
1: Then, then shortly after that, we've got the ninjas who are making their way.
0: Oh, that's right. They found a secret tunnel, haven't they, from the hospital into exactly. They're yes. they're, they're finding that
1: secret tunnel from the hospital to the to the centre. You know, uh, led by Granny and her uh, her brick. Yes. Um, and then arriving slightly late to the party are the Joes in the buses in their buses. Yes. Um, and then already out there, uh, outside, are the October Guard. Yeah. And then the dreadnoks are, okay. and then uh, all of Destro's well. fleet,
0: which looks massive.
1: And then yeah, Destro's fleet seems which does to be the. Does it? <laughs> it seems to be the last to the party, yeah. and they appear to only really contribute at the very end with a kind of a strafing run. Yes. Um, giving some air support at the uh, last moment. Yes. Mm. Now,
0: Granny, when she's taken out these night vipers in a secret tunnel... Yep. ...and one of them goes, what's she got in the bag? It's a brick, of course. Uh, um, <laughs> and then Granny says, you did the hard part. They never expect the ear that sees. Now, which one's the ear that sees?
1: Uh, that's that's the ear that, that, that sees. you can... No, that, but has yeah. it
0: been referenced before? Okay, here with.
1: Is it... Mm, it feels like it's the kind of thing that would have been referenced before. Yeah, don't know. And what mm. what
0: is she referring to when she says that? I'm struggling struggling to read in these panels what that could have been.
1: Well, it's a bit of a weird sequence, isn't it? The, the, the Night Vipers have gone into this tunnel. They found, you know, Granny there, who's the invader. They could just say, it's some old lady. You know, obviously they're... Uh, she, you know they've not been studying her file card so i think maybe that's the benefit of her not being an official joe's that they don't have access to right. the official clip uh, clip and save file card for her so it's yes. caught the moment unawares um but yeah they've decided that the best course to dealing with her is to um fully encircle her about a meter away from her <laughs> and have a little chat um so so that she's in a brick bag swinging uh, distance yes. and can can take can take pretty much the entire squad yeah. out and don't they even you know, say she can't swing.
0: hear us even though they're right next to her
1: yeah yeah um they do explain that a little bit they say switch to suppressed sound commo mode um, okay but yeah but her reference to the ear that sees is basically that she's used her ear to hear them i think
0: she's used her ear to see them yeah yeah and hear Yeah so, them, so and and yeah, smell them, used
1: probably. her Yeah I mean yeah used her ninja ability slash basic human um senses to note that there she is surrounded I by think a squad she missed a trick I five. think I think she should have
0: <laughs> used the uh the toe that tastes instead of the mm. ear that sees I think she's missed a trick there but um uh, I do want to talk about Laura because don't understand um, we've got so oh I just will mention quickly here that uh Neto Diaz uh, I am quite digging his art here I think his art again every issue seems to get better and better
1: Yeah it's strong strong I mean both both teams do well but but is, is is issue is very good as yes. as as well yeah
0: Um but we we get to a page where Snake Eyes is taking out a load of dudes in the security corridor and there's someone lying on the floor I didn't realize till I'm looking at it now that that's actually Laura and she's going uh uh-huh. So I'm really, confused. I'm really confused about this bit because I don't really know what's happening. It's, obviously stuff's happening in between panels. Snake Eyes has mm. deemed it fit to save Laura, even though she uh, captured him and w- attempted to kill him, even though she was weak, spineless, and couldn't do it. And then <laughs> she's been sent to get him again, but he wants to rescue her. And something has happened off panel because next time we see her, like I say, she is attacking Cobra Troopers in the next issue.
1: Yeah so what we've what I think the bit that maybe you, means that is unclear for sure but I think there's a bit that you okay, missed as, right. as well so so cobra commander sends off laura yep. to get snake yes, eyes got that. Uh, she is tracking snake eyes and is is uh, at the beginning of 274 is uh, literally just uh, feet away from uh, him behind him
0: Oh, right, yeah, okay, she's round the corner, yes, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, so there's a page um, where Snake Eyes is sort of ducked down on the ground as some uh, night creepers uh, are sort of just coming towards yes, him. Yes, see that, yes. Laura is stood right behind yes. him.
0: I hadn't spotted that before, yeah.
1: If she uh, really wanted to take out Snake Eyes, that probably would have been a good time while he had his back turned and she's, you know, one metre away from right. him. Right. <laughs> Uh, But anyway, the the night creepers find Snake Eyes and uh, let loose at him and he's using the Ali Viper shield to defend himself against their fire and a bullet ricochets off of the shield and takes out Laura. So, you know, gives her a a hit to her shoulder. So then subsequently Laura is on the ground uh, with the memorable memorable dialogue. Yes. Um... And Snake Eyes, despite killing <laughs> an entire squad of night creepers, um, decides that he wants to rescue Laura. The next time we see Sean, when he meets up with the ninja crew, uh, he has Laura over his yes. shoulder. And uh, yeah, they remark, who's he carrying? Looks like a crimson guard. So yeah. there's yeah, a sort of leap of motivation there. Why has uh, Sean decided to save Laura yes despite... Yeah. Well, um, that's my
0: question. All you've done is describe every page. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you you missed the bit okay. where she got shot. Um, so, so yeah, I think it's a very good question, because right. um, he's clearly not averse to, to killing no. cobras. And this and dickhead Storm Shadow is just
0: calling him Sean. They just can't get it through <laughs> yeah. their heads to call him Snake Eyes, any of them, can they?
1: Uh. True. Uh, but then, dear. but then she uh,
0: decides uh, in the next issue to start chucking grenades at, at cobras.
1: Yeah, so so she she's has a, a a bit of a an abrupt turn there, and we don't really properly get any no. real explanation for her motivation to to do that. So um, you know, maybe Sean decided to save her because she had not you know not killed him <laughs> slash let him escape. Um, you know, and and he had picked up on on some of the the hints of her human humanity mm. in the in the previous issues. You know, you know, being cons- you know showing concern for various people on uh, on both sides of uh, the Joe Cobra struggle. Yeah. So yeah, we lose Laura somewhere. I think between two seven four and two seven five. If there's a page where he's put her down, maybe. Um, as he's about to, to go back into to combat, obviously you can't, you know, you lose some of your fighting if fighting efficiency if you've got someone over the top of your shoulder. So Laura get Laura encounters a, a squad of crimson guards, uh, grenade in in hand, and somewhat unexpectedly they start firing at her, and she lobs a grenade at, at them. Uh, apparently yeah blowing up the uh, entire squad uh, in a fair, fairly brutal way there but uh, and yeah so so i think it's one of the big unexplained hmm. parts of snake art um, really is, is why laura has such a dramatic yeah. turn uh, let's go through
0: 275 Kobe. we can almost do that very quickly page by page uh but yeah uh, i just want to say at the end of 274 the joes are absolute turds aren't they they're turkeys because they've seen fit to roll up in buses and then they can't even get their their armor off of the um the semi trucks because they're kind of blocked in
1: mm. yeah i mean it's it smacks of a little bit of lack of planning doesn't it yes. that that you're driving your combat vehicles into combat on the back of flatbed trucks mm. it, it, they're not really uh, prepared to to use them in in combat and i think possibly one maybe two make it off the off the trucks into combat and the and the remaining two or three um just stay on the on the back of the yeah. of the trucks yeah. it's uh it's not it's not right. great um
0: so as we mentioned 275 or oh, and maybe we didn't mention it is all splash pages no dialogue uh, a ridiculous $5.99 price. And what struck me as well is the always excellent Jay Brown on colours. For for half of this issue, the colouring, I didn't like it. It was way too dark. Oh, interesting. Uh, obviously, okay. you're on digital. I don't know if that's any different, but it looked muddy and, and kind of dirty and dark, which... Hmm. Uh, okay, yeah, fine. I'm going through these very quickly. Page one, we've got... The Ninja Crew and some of the others, and like you say, Laura's down. Snake Eyes is checking on her.
1: Yep. So that that's the bit where he's he's obviously put her down while they go back into combat. Uh, Mm -hmm.
0: Page two. We've got Cobra Commander on a gurney, surrounded by (laughs) different Vipers, kind of signalling them to attack or whatever. Then the next one is Snake Eyes, Scarlet, Muskrat, and a few others in the background just advancing and firing. And here's one of my issues with this issue: the Mm -hmm. composition of the splash pages. I don't think works um, when you're reading it like this, where one page is next to another page. I don't like the the choice of images next to each other. It Does it just feels like all pinups rather than this is a story page yeah. leading into another story page? I think the mm-hmm. whether the the editorial or the direction was. Sure oh, what do you mean? My watch is telling me it doesn't understand. <laughs> sure. no I don't understand either. It's not the only one. Yeah. So then we go to like page four and five, and we got ninjas again it's too dark. Ninjas jumping ah oh, they're attacking Cobra Commander, so he was signalling to these guys. Yeah. But then the next page over is load of trucks surrounding a bonfire and it just doesn't these two images next to each other just don't work.
1: What what so you've got Cobra Commander on the gurney and then the next image is the truck uh, the trucks? The truck's is that right? Circling around a bonfire oh, looks, the looks like they're about to sing come by mm. Just
0: doesn't those two images <laughs> next to each other just doesn't flow yeah. or work at all.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm only seeing these one of one course, image at yes, a time, yeah. so I don't I don't get to this, to see the 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 comic effect yeah, yet. Yeah. But yeah, for that for those first few pages, they're kind of um, very rapid sort of succession of of the uh, sort of flicking in between Cobra and and Joe's uh, at the bottom of uh, the community center, yeah. and sort of you know just slightly moving forward the action each time and slightly moving the camera angle. So like that that page of snake eyes and scarlet up the front then then the it's 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 almost like the the camera has just moved back slightly now so we're still facing the ninjas but now we're behind uh cobra commander as they're they're advancing yeah, yeah. but yeah and then we've got uh, a cut to uh, the next uh scene which um contains an error oh, God, error detected error detected no prize incoming. So this has got uh, the two. It's got two flatbed trucks with it looks like the the Mauler and the uh, Mobat on the back of them. The bongo, the balloon van, the command uh, vehicle, and two buses uh, with the Cobras, sort of advancing upon yep. them. Um, can you can you spot the error? No. So coming out of the command vehicle are three figures colored in blue, looking very much like uh, Cobras. And then if you flick to the next page, we've got a close up of who those three figures are.
0: Yeah. Duke, Hawk and Roblox.
1: Exactly. So uh, so that was an unfortunate coloring mistake. Uh, there that was uh, picked up, and uh, yeah, Robert talks about that one in our little chat that we had. Right. Okay.
0: So here's another example. I, I took a photo and I was going to send it to you as I see it, but my phone ran out of battery. But the next two images I've got of Hawk, Duke, Roadblock, and then the next one is um, hmm. Zartan and uh, Buzzer driving away on motorbikes. Now, at quick glance, this looks like a double-page splash. But then, when you kind of mm. look, actually no, it isn't, and it's just very jarring to have those two pages next to each other mm. in this book, just,
1: yeah, mm. yeah, I, I mean, I think I don't yeah, I, I, I think that often the the drawings they are they are being planned as single pin-ups without necessarily too much thought about what they look like facing each yeah. other. So I think there's a couple of instances in the in the book where where it looks perhaps like it's a double-page splash, yeah. but it's actually two separate, yeah. uh, separate with images. let three whiz through these because there, yeah.
0: there's quite a few of them. Then there's some sort of tank firing going on, um, pretty plain and boring. Uh, then we've got Laura confronting the Crimson Guard. Yeah,
1: we've, we've got on this image with the tank firing, we've got uh, the second uh, error that I'd like yep. to point out here, which is uh, somebody returning from the dead again. Okay. Who's that? What's that? You don't know what you're doing but I saw a mistake Something wrong with the drawing and I spot an old Joe I thought that he had died Hmm, Bit shifty, shifty. explain this, give it a no, no price. price Can you spot who it is? Heavy Metal Yeah, it's Heavy Metal who uh, who was strangely uh, replaced by uh, the Persuader driver, driver. Uh, Backstop who looks to be actually taking the tarp off the the mauler okay. there? Uh, but uh, but yeah, he has actually made a <laughs> <Easy>. <laughs> made a reappearance. Quick recovery,
0: well done, well done, that man.
1: And while we are talking about dead Joes, I also noticed that Cool Breeze is on the cover of Jamie Sullivan's cover to issue 275. Uh, he's not the only dead Joe on there, but all of the other dead characters are being held up as kind of photos by uh, the alive characters, uh, whereas. Uh, Colbreeze is actually uh, one of the characters stood up walking and talking like regular alive folks uh, so uh, yeah sorry you should be on a photo because you're dead mate mm. moving on
0: next one's so just ninjas fighting cobras and again for me this looks like a double page splash but on closer inspection it's not um, then just more fighting it's just more fighting isn't it then just I'm just flicking through and it's just not it's just one of the worst issues of GI Joe I've ever read Um Hawk, Duke, Roadblock, um, yeah, don't know. I'm done. I'm done. Unless there's specific stuff you want to talk about on this issue.
1: Okay, so so it's uh, if we rewind, rewind back a little yep. bit. Um, so it's the page after Laura has thrown her grenade and the and the Crimson Guards are pointing up at the C4 in the okay. ceiling. It's a page with uh, Roadblock, Duke, and, and Hawk on top of the the roof, which is apparently the best place to be in a firefight. Um, and there's a little, uh, there's a little touch there where the the roof is blowing up in the background. Right. And uh, can you see that there's like a, a laser beam coming down, which is setting off that explosion? So I think that is a little uh, touch to to show that the uh, the GI Joe laser, as manned by uh, Joe Colton, is back in play. I don't have. And, oh uh, yes,
0: I see it now. Yeah, I see what the one. You see the one you mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought it was just a, a satellite falling out of the sky or something or a plane or a plane <laughs> or a plane crashing, but
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it uh, it's I probably looked at this page about five times okay. at least before I noticed right. that little detail um which I think is, you know, was put in there to 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 have a bit of a, a payoff no matter how small yeah. uh, and looking much like an easter egg um, you know, for that whole subplot where they um where they did bring the satellite back after it had been yes, taken of down, you know they made a big there's deal been quite it. a lot of yeah. time spent on that and uh, it, it yeah, it seems like they entirely forgot yes. about that and uh, so just added that in at the last minute to, to talk back to it and um, yeah, so there's one splash page which is just a big explosion of the C4 getting sent uh, in the underground corridor getting set off and it's throwing his tanks up in up in the air and, and, and whatnot it's, uh, yeah, it's not necessarily the most exciting uh page uh in there and you're kind of having to remember that uh that cobra commander had said that there was a c4 in the uh, in the corridors the previous course, issue yeah. and noticing up in the uh up in the top of the roof that there was this c4 uh, that was about to blow which the crimson guards had noticed uh, and were pointing up at uh, but yeah, because Laura, was throwing the grenade, at the same time, I think uh, I think it's probably hard to to convey both of those ideas <laughs> at the same time. And then we've just got basically a whole load of killing of cobras. They just uh, you know the ninjas on the on the you know roof on the on the hood of the the car as they're cutting through, and then we've got the the Joes and the the dreadnoks on the bikes, sort of making their way through. You know a whole a couple of pages of the two buses of, of GI Joes mm-hmm. uh, blowing people away in uh, the the you know incredibly combat effective buses um you know special <laughs> combat buses yeah. by the looks yeah. of things given given the amount of bullet holes in these buses and lack of injuries to the Joes they are they're pretty uh, hardcore stuff and then we've got the uh, the October Guards making an escape and and setting fire to Cobras as they as they do so, uh, Destro finally making appearance and uh, opening fire on retreating Cobras, uh, you know which is apt for for a man of his honor code, and uh, yeah, and then, you know they appear on that page and then they zoom off, mission yep. done, and then uh, and then we've got more you know going away on the motorbike shooting Cobras, then then you're leaving Springfield and that's
0: it. Mission completed.
1: Well done, uh, well done, Eyes. Give 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 that man a handshake and uh, chomp on yes, a burger, yes. um, maybe or or a sandwich out of a sack. Yeah. Uh, who's, who's to say?
0: Um, before we yo before we yo Joe it. Have you got any uh, colloquialisms or hammer times? I was just
1: I was just going to say before before we got to that that there's a you know just a big note that there is a lot of violence and killing and mowing down cobra trees. Tr- you know, but we've got one injury on the joe side which is tunnel rat taking a, a hit to his shoulder yeah. but there, mu- there must be hundreds of cobras getting mown down in, in in somewhat brutal circumstances there's there's a couple who are sort of cut in half by uh, fire from the uh, thunder machines uh, mini guns whatever they're called gatling guns um, and also, you know, being run over by the vehicles and and get, you know disappearing under the various vans in the front of them, it's uh, somewhat brutal. And uh, there's still this sort of deference to the Cobra hierarchy because, despite all of the Cobras that, that Throwdown killed, you know he lets off uh, Cobra Commander with a a kneecap in, yep. <laughs> and uh, and Mindbender with a a graze to to his knee. So um, it's it's not like Throwdown necessarily was was sort of adverse to killing or, or even, you know, adverse to killing people that that could have been taken down by a a wounding instead. So uh so he you know, is is showing a deference to, to Cobra Commander to to let him off there for sure. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't know it seems seems galling you know in these these days you know you, sh- you should you should treat everyone the same if you're just going to kill people mercilessly do it regardless of their rank so uh what else did i what i noticed we so we had um diana davis who uh, was credited as research assistant um i don't know if we talked about her last time but you know she's there as uh, to sort of give the script a once over and try and pick up uh, any dead joes that might be cropping up so Hence, uh, uh, having maybe perhaps fewer dead Joes appearing uh, this time yep. around than, than previously. Uh, there's a nice discussion in the in the letters pages of some of the real-world characters who inspired uh, Stalker, Zartan and Snake Eyes. We had uh, Dana injured in the firefight as well, actually, alongside um, um, Tunnel Rat. And, uh, yeah, the robotic horror show you know, looks after and shows uh, great concern, so... Uh, either he's been programmed with um, some good, uh, nice empathy chip, or, or maybe it is uh, the genuine, some sort of genuine horror show brought back to life. Yeah, Granny is is swinging her brick again. Yeah, uh, it, you know, it's. It, I think it's it's a joke that's that's had its time. Yep, <laughs> we, we can leave this one behind, right? And I guess the the main the main thrust, particularly around this this last issue, is that it it doesn't need to be a silent issue. It's Um, issue 21 it makes sense because uh, it was meant to be a stealthy silent extraction and this is just non-stop explosions shooting shouting orders very you know a very loud issue effectively so it doesn't make sense for it to just be splashes and and silent really you know there's the tradition of the silent issue and it sounds also like uh, the schedule was running quite behind and and, um, you know maybe as a shortcut for for Larry to to get this issue out of the way and and get back on on track you know one of the shortcuts was to to just you know get rid of the dialogue from it which you know maybe helped with the scheduling but i don't think helped with uh, necessarily serving the uh, no, story right. unfortunately i yeah i did get a bit of inside story on, on being able to see some of the scripting details for for this which uh, was was interesting so um you know larry was uh, keen on on the the splash pages looking like posters, okay. which actually, as you say, each page should be look almost like a, a poster. And he's specifically talked to uh, the uh, them looking in the style of a Delacroix painting or a fifties Soviet propaganda right. poster. So that kind of image of, of brave heroes leading leading the way, and um, that reference to Delacroix um is uh is i think specifically to a fa- very famous painting called uh, in english liberty leading the people uh which uh was an 1830 depiction of the french revolution um which has got yeah the the Uh, the sort of the figurehead of the revolution there um leading forward with a with a boob that has popped out um you know do Do a a search and i'm sure you'll recognize the the image that that i'm talking about there so so yeah sort of an intentional kind of you know look to to you know stylizing some of these these images of of having it less yeah less typically what you might understand as a storytelling page and uh more uh a splash poster image each image being a kind of yeah, uh, uh, something that be, could be taken in isolation in its own own right. There we go, yeah we can move on. <laughs> shall, I'll, shall we do an I spy on some of the t- teeny tiny little details spotted? Yeah, it. I, I spy, spy with my little eye. eye so we had a few little occurrences of, of characters we've not seen so much, we had uh, laser vipers who uh, make a very rare appearance here I know that Robert Atkins also likes to sort of mix up his uh, uniform choices so that we're not just seeing the same design all the time. And uh, I noticed in this one, one in his issues, the Crimson Guard Immortal was uh, not the typical Crimson Guard Immortal that we're used to to seeing. It was the version 3 design which has kind of got the uh, grenades or gas canisters kind of attached on, uh, on his torso, giving him a, a different look and, and um, you know, a nice way of kind of indicating this is me, perhaps a, a leader, uh, Crimson Guard Im- Immortals, as, as kind of the role that he, he shows there. We had Budo, who's slicing up a crimson guard with a long priest robe cut, which is a manoeuvre that was a big part of the Devil's Due Storm Shadow comic, so somewhat of a throwback to to that particular uh, manoeuvre, and uh, maybe, you know, it's meant to be a very difficult one to to carry off, so uh, Budo is clearly advancing in his skill set there was a in the script a lovely little touch that didn't actually see its way to the final art uh, uh, art on the page which I, I liked and was somewhat sad and didn't make it through uh, the, in, the, in the police scene at the very beginning of 273 where they've got that uh, roadblock set up. In the script it said that they have a big box of donuts from the Carbo donut shop um, a nice oh, anagram before, yeah. there for Cobra. Carbo dire nuts. Very good. Then we had uh, Dana, I think it was, who referred to Paniflov's 28. And so that reference is to a Soviet propaganda legend about a group of soldiers known as T- Paniflov's 28 Guardsmen who heroically halted and destroyed German tanks during the 1941 battle of Moscow mm. there we go
0: there you go spied a lot there <laughs> always looking funky punch always
1: looking always always looking and I didn't I didn't have actually have any um uh hammer times or colloquialisms that I particularly picked out I mean we could we could find stuff I'm sure if we really tried um you know I think hammer time at this point the biggest one is granny's yes. brick yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> um but if we started on that one we'd never stop so
0: um okay right, let right let's uh, yo-jo this story arc as a whole 266 to 275 what are you coming in with how many cans of yo-jo cola you're doling out
1: oh the whole 10 parter i yeah. oh, i'm torn i mean the story is strange there was it was a long build up it cra- it's sort of crowbarred in all of these different characters who didn't ultimately have a huge amount of things to do? Um, it could have just quite as e- easily has been um, the ninja team going in to rescue him, and and really from a story perspective, it might not have been all that different. The the art I think was was good. It was nice to see Robert Atkins back on the book. Um, Nitho Diaz has as yeah definitely upped his game, and and is is producing some really great stuff. But but yeah, it's ultimately that story let, that lets it down so i don't know it's i'm torn I, I i think overall i'm probably have to gonna go low like a four or something oh from funky uh, bunch one.
0: okay <laughs> that is bottom of his list uh chief mm. now chief is i think that 275 is probably the worst Marine american hero issue ever Um, But in the overall story, lump that in with 1 to 9. There were some good bits at the beginning. However, I'm looking at the bottom of my list. The bottom of my list is issue 60, which is the Todd McFarlane issue, Would which I gave 4 out of 10. Would I rather read that one issue or this 10-parter again? Hands down, I'd rather read that one issue over this again, so this gets 3. This is officially the worst ever real American story
1: ever produced. Um, (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, and I wouldn't go that. I wouldn't definitely wouldn't go that far. There's some there's some stinkers out there that are generally not written by Larry. So, for example, issue twenty. Um, uh, that was and good there fun. Was that, oh, that was awful. And then there was that one with Scarlet, um, that Scarlet flashback issue, which was around about. Oh, that the was not good. One hundred and forty. Dark origin untold. That, dark think, Island. Yeah. Yeah. That that was probably my all time worst issue. I don't think I, I actually. Could get okay. through that issue with reading yeah. it all. It was awful, and that, you know, Snake Hunt. Um, it definitely had high points. There was yeah. there was consistently good art throughout. There were some very nice moments. Um, uh, you know, as much as sort of Laura's um, motivations for turning at the end were a little bit unclear, it, it was a yeah. you know she was a cool yeah. character to introduce. you know Some Beautiful of those character. sequences were. <laughs> some of the sequences throughout were, you know, were you know, really good action sequences, sure. uh, and there, there was you know, there was some real fun yeah. to be had. But um, I think just as as a whole, everything coming together isn't necessarily the, as good as the sum of its its yep. parts. I think just cramming it all of the Joes onto the two buses and never getting off was, a, I guess, way of get, having lots of lots of characters but ultimately didn't really serve uh, the story and, and often didn't make a huge amount of logic.
0: Right, moving on. Yeah.
1: Favourite line of dialogue. No, I didn't have
0: one. Did you? <laughs> have you got one?
1: Uh, I did have a favourite line of uh, dialogue, and it was short fuse uh, in the bus saying, what are the ROE again, the rules of engagement? Tripwire replied, if it's blue and red shoot it in the head. There you go. <laughs> Which kind of sums up uh these these last three issues really the uh massacre yeah. of cobra by uh, the the G.I. Joes and uh, and uh, their allies.
0: The massacre of Larry Hammer's lack of current talent um on the G.I. Joe book. <laughs> oh, um okay. So uh we are done with Real American Hero up to date uh or up to the eight date eight, 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 uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we are finished now. Snake Hunt, that is in the past, uh, but what we do need to do is talk about toys. Mark talks about toys, ho, ho. He talks about G.I. Joe. He talks about all the toys from the comic book and the animated show. Mark talks about
1: toys. Mark talks about toys.
0: Okay, Ninja Viper.
1: Eh, eh, no, someone okay. else. <laughs> Just joking. Of course, it's Ninja Jet Viper, and well, uh, well, <laughs> So the Cobra Ninja Viper was first available as a mail-in offer from Hasbro Direct in 1992, and uh, is basically a kind of blue. What do you describe the colour as? Almost turquoise. Yeah, turquoisey.
0: What colour's teal? Is that teal?
1: It might be. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but but you get the idea. Kind of a, a, a light blue, um, almost slight touch of green in there. And and it's it's basically just a repaint of the original Storm Shadow from. Nineteen eighty-four. So he didn't get released as a carded figure. So slightly less well known. Never cropped up in the in the in the comics. Uh, so probably, uh, yeah, less on the radar for 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 that fact. And I don't think this is a figure that I ever had.
0: I've never seen it before. This
1: is the first time I've ever seen it. Mm. And uh, the motto is for this character: "He who masters the art of self-discipline can crush any adversary, even GI Joe, recruited from the highest." ranks of Cobra's Viper Corps. The Cobra Ninja Vipers are the elite representation of Cobra's new elevated level of ruthlessness. Only the most sinister and cunning Cobras are selected for duty as Ninja Vipers. Cobra Ninja Vipers are no less than 10th level black belts in Karate, Jiu Jitsu and Kung Fu. These villains are extremely obedient and carry out their orders to the letter. They function as covert subversives who can persuade any foe to do their bidding by entrapping the individual in one of their patented martial arts manoeuvres. If given the opportunity, Cobra Ninja Vipers could wreak enough havoc worldwide to seriously damage G.I. Joe's global operations.
0: Why didn't they do it then?
1: (sighs) I don't know. This
0: figure looks cool. I quite like this. I quite like this uh, repaint on Storm Shadow.
1: Yeah, it's it's quite good, isn't it? I mean, it's uh, it's a classic uh, mould and... uh, yeah, nice to, nice to see. And I think um, that mould did get reused in a few different forms. And there, uh, I think there were even sort of Red Ninja type versions of, of the V1 set that uh, came out as well. So, yeah, and not necessarily one that I've got a huge amount of nostalgic fondness for, but uh, a nice, what's the right word, peculiarity, um, a nice... A nice rarity uh, lesser known figure
0: there's some other versions though as well I'm seeing
1: yeah so that so there was another version uh, sort of it more in the uh more recent style uh, with uh yeah sort of a slightly more stylized uh, hood to him which I think is actually the the, the look that Robert Atkins used for uh, for the cover as well you can see he's got kind of a dirk kind of knife sort of tucked into his belt which is what would have uh Come in, come with that uh, second version or third version, whatever yeah. Int-
0: Very interesting for me that Larry declined to use these characters in the book because you think, okay, fine, we've got the, the Joe ninjas and then we've got Storm Shadow and then the introduction of the Red Ninjas as a kind of a rival to the Arashikage but I'm very surprised that he didn't put these Cobra Ninjas in into some big ninja storylines.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, I think you I mean, you're right. It is kind of up Larry's alley, as yeah. it as it were, but I guess cuz it's it's less one that he's probably had a hand in it originating. I don't that file card has got the feeling of uh, of a non-Larry written right, uh, okay. file card. So so yeah, I suspect because he didn't really have too much of a hand in it and he, you know, really established a red the, the red ninja clan and the uh the um, night creeper clan that, that may be trying to have a internally generated n- cobra ninja force as, yep. as well you know and i can understand the the idea behind it of that you get your your best vipers and then you train them up to be ninjas that's not necessarily a a sort of a something that you can achieve Overnight, really, it's a kind of it's you know it's going to be a lifetime of training to to get those ninja skills, isn't yeah, it? Yeah.
0: Well, no, though that, that's yeah, that's right, and uh I, I like this one because this is not a character, a, a figure that I even knew existed. So, yeah, it looks, looks quite cool actually.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff. So that was the Cobra Ninja Viper. Round of applause. Yes, Thank well you. Done, well, well done, done sir. sir. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll see you again one day. Um, and with that done, uh, let's talk about some G.I. Joe Merchandise. Oh yeah. You know, G.I. Joe ain't just toys, funny
0: books and tunes. Those guys are license anything. So funky, so nice, G.I. Joe Merchandise. Do you need it? Sure you do. It's G.I. Joe Branded, food. What shall we make? We can't decide. Pick some old crap and put Flint's face on the side. On the side T-shirts, funkers, stickers, shampoo Lunchbox, soap, jackets, underoos Yeah that's right, I said underoos Badges, brushes, combs and mugs Telephones, tissues and probably hugs Hot damn, GI Joe hugs? Radios, candy, tens, tattoos With a G.I. Joe logo they just can't lose Door a doorbell, even door Mac. They'll probably brand your dog and your cat So funky, so nice It's G.I. Joe merchandise Do you need it? Sure you do It's G.I. Joe branded, fool What shall we make? We can't decide Pick some old crap And put Flint's face on the side It's G.I. Joe merchandise Right, so I had the saboteur pick, backpack picked last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are you throwing out this week, sir?
1: So this week, I am throwing in G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra Eau de Toilette Spray, Mm. which comes in two flavours, Storm Shadow flavoured and Snake Eyes flavoured. Yeah, (laughs) look at them bottles. Because... What man trying to smell nice and impress the ladies wouldn't want to use GI Joe branded aftershave.
0: Yeah. Now, um I'm going to say that you don't have this, but I reckon <laughs> Diagnosticate he does.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, let's ask him. Yeah. Oh, my word. Mm. Yeah, could well be could well be the case. So, this um, was
0: what this was Rise of Cobra era.
1: Yeah. This this was a tie-in product for the Rise of Cobra movie, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Do we know where it was released? And was it a, a worldwide release? or
1: It, it seems to be from, from where you can buy it and where I've seen it cropping up. It does seem to be uh, some sort of worldwide release. So, wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it sort of probably cropped up in uh, random places, but but yeah. And what sort of fragrance do you think uh, Snake Eyes would, would have? What kind of notes do you think you'd mm. be getting?
0: Death, murder and sweaty balls <laughs> um, would be my guess.
1: Yeah, I was, I was thinking perhaps kind of a, a slightly uh, charcoal-y burnt smell perhaps.
0: Right, okay, yes, <laughs> a burning flesh smell.
1: Mmm, that, kind of, that yeah. kind of vibe. i pass on that uh, one. But, uh, but apparently, uh, apparently this is a virile fragrance for men um, as you would expect, you know, you know, given that, uh, two top ninjas have put their name to it.
0: Yes. Yes. I wonder how much they're getting paid for this. I wonder what the endorsement deal's worth.
1: Mm. Yeah. They, they have the eye that smells, you see. Yes. Um, and top notes include sparkling grapefruit, manly, mandarin, masculine, pine needle, ninjury, flesh, lime, <laughs> fresh lime, <laughs> deadly. And mid- middle notes incu- include helitrope, not helicopter, uh, mugre, pear, with action at the base, vanilla, cedarwood, amber, sandalwood. Ooh, deadly. <laughs>
0: That's a good one. That's a good one.
1: Um, yeah. Yes. So next time you're going into battle, either against the Cobras or against the opposite sex, now you know how to be ready.
0: Yes. Hmm. Interesting what will they think of next (laughs) good stuff um that was a that's actually quite a long running that's a three-time running listener question uh that we we delved into their Gido merchandise but we did put out a question or you put out a question for the talking joe fan base this week and uh let's find
1: out what it was Question, tell me what you think about TV. Do you buy toys and buy other things? Who's your favourite guy from that movie? What are the UK pedestrian crossings? Question, what did we ask this week? Let's find out as we speak. So I asked out on the Facebook page, um, so I asked out on the Facebook page, essentially um, following up on the discussion we had uh, last week, you know, you said that uh, with, uh, snake hunt ending and us being almost up to date with uh the where we are with the current publishing of GI Joe that uh that y- essentially you wanted to uh, have a step back from uh, the show maybe have a bit of a hi- hiatus timeout for the chief timeout for the chief and so us I asked the listeners uh what they'd like to see uh, next for the the show you know what would they think of a chiefless show and uh, given that we're up to date with uh, GI Joe, a real American hero, you know, would they want it to, uh, to continue? Looking at some other guys of uh, GI Joe, and uh, yeah, we this was possibly the most active Facebook topic we've uh, ever had on the uh, on the Facebook forum. So it was really nice to to see people getting involved and uh, and you know just being uh, so kind and generous in their comments. Uh, about uh, the show, and you know, sort of reflecting on uh, you know the the awesome achievements of uh, Chief, uh, particularly, but everyone else that, that's been been on the show too, and uh, and I think you know generally the sentiment is that they uh, they you know people want to see it keep on going, and ideally with the Chief in some form, but uh, if not, you know, try and uh, try and keep keep going, delve into uh, some other parts of the GI Joe universe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, good, like you said, good response from the loyal fan base listenership. So we, you know, read and took on board all those comments, some really nice comments on there as well. So thanks for that, people. Um, uh, I think, yeah, you know, just last bit about me. I am going to have a little bit of a break, whether or not, uh, you know, one month, two months down the line, I'm like, I'll really miss you know this whole podcast malarkey and I want back in then maybe there is a slot for me on the show but um mark is a more than capable Co-host uh, and and a front man here, so it's he's got the, the pick of a few people put their names forward. So whether you know he decides to run forward with a rotating um, kind of some hot seat as it were, or and what book you know he you know I would say to Mark Funky Bunch now read whatever you want to read, you know. Yes, be you know listen to what the listeners have got to say, but don't go down the avenue of reading a book that other people want you to read you know so pick something that you like oh, i really want to do a reread of this um devil's Due stuff or this idw continuity or whatever and then people will still listen so yeah i think i think the show has done well to last you know pretty much weekly apart from two weeks off over uh, a previous winter uh, christmas break but other than that weekly dose of uh, gi joe content there's other great look, we're not the only gi joe podcast in town by any stretch of the imagination there's loads of other great shows out there so you know we're in a busy marketplace uh we're thankful that you've decided to spend an hour an hour and a half with us each week and like it would be a shame if the show did stop so if it continues in some guise and then if you know I can come back on at some point every month or whatever to do something that would be quite cool but yeah plenty of opportunities plenty of um ways for the show to adapt and evolve I think
1: yeah absolutely so you know there was a few comments there on the on the thread from people saying you know that, that it would be like nice to, to to see you have some role in the in the show um you know chris said Uh, chief needs to be part of the show and uh, Mike said uh, don't deny the world your podcasting talent chief (laughs) so and uh, yeah a lot of people very kindly sort of stepped forward and said they'd they'd like to have some sort of uh, involvement as a you know maybe as a guest presenter so uh, yeah thanks to Bart, Jay, uh, richard aka carol um for for yeah. giving a shout out there um yeah we'll i'll be uh, having a little bit of a think about uh what quite next uh we'll uh, be be doing but it, yeah, it definitely won't it's be there's a bit of
0: breathing room isn't there because you've got the robert atkins interview to come out we've got a special thing that me and funky bunch and a uh, previous talking joe host Uh, recorded yesterday that will be coming out so there is a bit of content a bit of
1: breathing room for plans to be made exactly yeah 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 so um we will definitely be back before too very uh long uh i'm just going to have a little bit of a think
0: about uh yeah what direction and how much time per week the missus is going to allow you to be locked in that room (laughs) before she gets annoyed we've all been there <laughs> yeah. we've all been there it's just your turn now
1: mm, yeah yeah okay uh
0: listen i am hungry so i'm going to go and have some lunch hopefully funky bunch is going to do the same anyone out there um who is listening go and have your lunch your breakfast or your dinner and uh, or a snack and i will be tuning in at eight 40pm tonight I think it's where it is to watch the Green Bay Packers beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then if I've still got any juice left in me I will then watch the Buffalo Bills beat the Kansas City Chiefs of all teams um, so there you go mm-hmm. and with That's all good. that said and done oh do I say <laughs> next one as well <laughs> Fuck, you hell know, I've done it for how many episodes still right okay and with all that said and done we will catch you down the road because we've been talking Joe. And this time we really are all out of Joes until a few weeks time when the show comes back again. <laughs> so it's mainly just out of Chiefs. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> Laters. That was a good one. That
1: was a good one. Um, well, hold up, Chief. We've, almost, we've finished the episode, but we didn't actually talk about how well Snake Hunt did at including every single Joe
0: oh that so, was the premise that well that was uh yeah. pimped out in the letters page well i certainly have not counted or done any kind of research but i reckon if there's one man who has it might be you um mm. you've got numbers
1: for us well i i th- i thought just looking at you know the way that this plot progressed that basically most of the way that they've covered the every you, you know, having every single joe is to to bung him in a couple of buses i thought you know, we're 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 not going to even touch the sides. You know, there there's going to be loads of Joes missing here. But but actually, looking at the count, um Larry's done pretty well, and the rest of the team as well have done pretty well, including most major Joe characters there up until particularly 1987. Okay. You know, there in terms of the signif- significant Joes and characters, there are very very few that are are, are missing. I think one of the earliest Joes. Uh, that was a, a figure and has been in the comic before that we didn't see. For example, was Deep Six. Right. I don't. I don't think he appeared. But aside from that, the, you know, most of those early Joes looked to looked to have been included. Very good. So, so well done, I team. definitely doff my uh, cap to to Larry and the team for for covering them off. It's uh, after eighty seven and particularly post nineteen um, ninety. You know, some of those lesser known Joes. Uh, don't don't really get seen but right. um, to be fair i think they've not probably had much airtime in the comic books uh, okay a, a, at all so so it's not like um larry's excluding characters that that have had significant page time already so you know you could argue that perhaps because they've not been in the comic before they don't exist in his uh his universe yeah. uh, at yeah. the moment but um mm. Whoa. A couple of the uh, a couple of the emissions the the emissions um, within that bracket would be Dodger from Battleforce 2000 doesn't look to have appeared the sole survivor of Battleforce 2000. I don't remember seeing Outback anywhere, but I could have uh, forgotten that. There's probably a couple of guys like Downtown uh, who've had a tiny bit of um, page time uh, that, that weren't there. There was there was a page where. Psycat Psychout was coloured to look like downtown, <laughs> so right, okay. in part, part covered by that. But I'll, I'll give a, a little, uh, I'll give a little name check of some of the Joes who potentially could have been included, uh, but weren't: mm. Claymore, Fastdraw, Mercer, Rentalk, Taurus, Starduster, Steamroller, mm. Skidmark. Super Trooper, Downtown, Hot Seat, Windchill, Airwave, Altitude, Ambush, Captain Gridire, Coalfront, Drop Zone, Major Storm, Pathfinder, Ramparts, Rapids, Fire, Salvo, Skydive, Static Lights, Sub Zero, Topside, Updraft, Big Ben, Clean Sweep, Cloudburst, Heavy Duty, Make Altitude, Ozone, Stymelate, Tracker, Bulletproof, Dojo, Jill, Flag Junior, Nunchuck, Chebang, Blaster, Bushido, Colonel Courage, Longarm, Mace, Mirage, RoboJo, Snowstorm, Chinzoo, Effect, Skids, Ice Cream Soldier, Space Shirt, Amelia, Sidetrack, Big Brawler, Crossfire, Double Blast, Surefire, Wet Down, Dart, Sidetrack, Swipe, Sidetrack, to name a few. Out loads. Without Without even getting into uh, more of the uh the Venom versus At and G. I. Joe versus Cobra yes. uh eras. Um but you know I think all of those are pretty much post Issue one five five introductions right. okay. and um, you know with with the exception of a couple of those uh, like fast draw outback steep six dodger yep. you know really none of those have had any significant time yep. and if uh, Co- and if Larry wants to ignore the ninja force entirely I'm I'm completely on board with that let's pretend they never happened why not
0: okay well that is you know not bad considering it was a big claim in the first place and to cram them all in I think that might have hampered the story a little bit by trying to include so many of them um but a lot of them were just like you said just pictures in buses or whatever so (laughs) there you go but um good research as always funky bunch uh the, the man will never give up on the research